that doesn't explain the fact that she could, you know, crash cars in the buildings, jump out the back after it crashes, run down the street, catch cars. <laughs> I mean, uh, walk, straight out of expo- walk straight out of a, a building after it's exploded, unscathed. I mean, she she's coming out like a Terminator. Hey, you guys, what's up? We are the Otaku Couple. I am Mrs. Otaku. And I'm Mr. Otaku. And this is the I'd Rather Anime Podcast number eight. This is your place to catch up on all things anime, new and old, with a lovely addition of our opinions, thoughts, and banter. We know you could be doing other things, so we're glad that you'd rather anime with us today. Today we're going to be talking about Black Lagoon. But first up, let's talk about what we watched this week. Um... This week, we watched uh, One Piece, of course. Um, we watched episode 629 through 637, which... Yeah. Uh, which brought the crew to Dressarosa? Yeah, yeah, Dressarosa. Um, yeah, we just... We watched way less One Piece than normal this past week, but hopefully we'll rectify that. Um, yeah, maybe. we had a lot going on this week. Yeah. We had a lot going on this week, and we have a lot going on next week, too, so... Yeah, so we're going to try to get back to our regular one piece Yeah. eventually. But, um, basically, where they just got there, um, they're trying to take down... What's the guy's name? Doflamingo. Yeah, Doflamingo, also known as Joker. Or Mingo, if you're Luffy. Or Mingo, if, if you're Luffy. And, um, they're... Luffy's, uh, they split off into teams... Luffy's mm-hmm. group is supposed to go destroy, destroy the factory because I mean he's with Sanji, Jezoro, Frankie, and uh, Kinemon. Yeah, the samurai guy. The samurai guy who uses fire. So I mean, I think it's a pretty good lineup if you need to go destroy something. Yeah, the problem is they, of course, immediately got split up, and they don't realize that their team is the one that's supposed to go destroy stuff because Sanji is supposed to stay back and protect the ship. With like Chopper and Nami and um, what's his name? Little Dragon Kid. I don't know. The Little Dragon Kid and Chopper. I think I said Chopper, but yeah, yeah. yeah but he ended up going into town. Meets yeah. a fancy lady who appears to be reciprocating his his feelings, which so. we know it's can't be right. So it'll be fun to see what happens there. Yeah. But um, but the main point is Luffy ends up in this big battle royal tournament that joker has set up or whatever and the winner gets the uh flare flare fruit which is the fruit that gave luffy's brother his powers and luffy doesn't want a stranger to have it so he entered the tournament under a fake name but the name was lucy Lucy. you know he had to choose something because he was already writing luffy on the paper and frankie had just told him to don't tell them your real name and Don't. what does he do? First thing he does, he starts by Luffy. Lucy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. And right now, um, he's like watching the battle royale, and yeah, he's in group C. They're like group A through D, and each of them do a battle royale, and then the four winners like fight each other in a tournament or whatever. Yeah, and some people just found out who he is because, I mean, honestly, it's not that hard to trick Luffy. Although, I will admit that I was impressed this time by how they tried to show, like, how he's not actually as dumb as he is sometimes portrayed to be when he's with the rest of his crew because he kept with the bit for the longest. I thought he was going (laughs) to admit that he was Luffy long before 
it, he was found out. And the only way he got it is the old old dude asked, uh, how's your grandfather Garpson? And then Luffy automatically reacted like, you know my grandpa? And then he was just like, oh crap. I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> didn't mean to say that. Yeah. So that was interesting. And, and the other guy recognizing the guy that he beat up on, uh, on Jaya. Oh, what was his name? Uh, um, Bellamy. Bellamy, yeah. But and he, if you don't know Jaya, that's right bef- that island before Sky Island where him and Zoro got beat up because Luffy was like taking a page out of Shanks' book. Mm-hmm. And they didn't yeah, fight back. They didn't fight back because it wasn't worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But and then, then Luffy later went back and beat him up. Because he was bothering some people. He was like, oh, okay, now I have a reason to kick your ass. So that's what he did. Yep, that's what he did. He did. He didn't. He didn't fight for himself, but when he started hurting other people, Luffy went back and put him in his place very quickly and mm-hmm. easily. Yep, didn't take much effort at all. Yeah, and then I thought it was interesting because Bellamy was like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna out your secret. I was just letting you know that I'm not the same person that I was before." And it's also interesting that he said he went to Sky Island. Yeah, and apparently he bought back a bunch of gold and gave it to Doflamingo. I'm assuming it's that pillar that they didn't take. Probably. Because he lost his entire crew on that ship trip. Yeah. Trip with the ship. Yeah, so I guess that he took the other route. Probably. You know, he didn't take the uh, other route Luffy and his crew took. Probably not. Not the everybody die or nobody die route. He he took the... Everybody die route. No, no. The, the one, the way that Luffy and his crew took was the either everybody's going to die or you can all make it. Or, but if you take the other route, some people are bound to die. Oh, some people are going to make it, but some people are going to die. Yeah, it's a much easier way to get up there, but there are definitely going to be losses if you want the other way. Is what they, is what uh, the Sky Knight told them when they first so got there. So basically, it was like all for one or one for all. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of which, we also watched My Hero Academia. <laughs> that was a great segue. I know. I was just so brilliant. Skills. Episode 52. Which was when... They started working on their ultimate moves. Yeah. And then I really liked this episode because I think it was kind of a pivotal moment for Deku because they kind of highlighted how he's just been trying to imitate All Might this entire time. And now he's like actually experimenting with the power. Like he's trying to be a hero in his own right and not just trying to be a replica of All Might, which he's not going to be able to do because, I mean, All Might has all that that muscle and that that power, and he's been using it for years, and he trained with it for years, you know? Like, you don't just jump to that level. So I think it's cool that he's, like, developing a power that's unique to him. And I like that they worked in the other girl with her babies, her little inventions. I don't even know her name, but... I don't know her name anyway, the... The girl from class B. That the support up. team who yeah. used Ida in the, um, <laughs> what was it? The the sports festival? Yeah. I guess. He used Ida to show off all of her stuff. But I like how they portrayed it. Like, she was just being herself. And then it just gave Deku a breakthrough. But Uraraka, woof, she had a rough day. <laughs> yeah, she had a rough one. Like, her and Deku, they were just like, boobs. <laughs> Yeah, that was witty. Um, well, moving on, since we talked about My Hero all last week, um, I watched Fate, the new Fate series. It's on Netflix. 
Um, it's called Fate Extra Last Encore. Um, this definitely the worst Fate series I've ever watched. I'll say that for sure. Um, it's kind of like the way they did it this time. It's like a mix in between like a Fate series and like a Sword Art Online type of feel. And it's, yeah, it's really strange. And um, it's a Fate series, so I'm probably going to finish it, especially since it's only 10 episodes. But it's probably not one I'd recommend. But if you have nothing better to do or just want something playing in the background, go for it. But it doesn't measure up to the previous Fate series, especially, you know, Unlimited Play Works because, you know, Unlimited Budget Works. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. I just I really, 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 really liked um, Rain and uh, what was his name? Um, if you hadn't said anything, I could have told you. Um, Rain is in this one, by the way, but it's like a different continuity. Um, uh-huh. uh, Emia Shiro. Emia Shiro. Yeah, yeah. I really liked him. I, I know he that I cool. it's sad that I can't remember his name, but I didn't really get into Fate like you got into it. But I like how he became a hero to go back and warn himself to not become a hero and then like he's going to end up doing it anyway because you know time stream that's how it works but yeah. i just i don't know i thought he was really really cool yeah and, and, and that set it was, it was it was good and i like how they ended up together at the end spoiler alert i like the ending yeah so i thought that was really good but if they honestly, if they just would have continued with those characters and like that reality, I probably would have been fine with it. And even some of the other realities, like the series before this one that was on Netflix, can't remember what it was called. There's so many of them, I just started running together. But the last one wasn't bad, but this one, yeah, I, I can't recommend it. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely recommend what I watched. I watched Go Sick and. Um, if you keep an eye on our blog, there are some articles coming up about that in the future. Um, but just to give you a little taste of it, I really, really, really loved it. I feel like more people should talk about it because I enjoyed it. Like I genuinely enjoyed it. It's one of those things where I would say it was kind of hard to binge watch it only because it made my brain actually work and that was enjoyable. I didn't feel like a vegetable the entire time I watched it. So that was a nice like change of pace, but also because I liked the characters. I liked the story. I liked that the mysteries they solved were just like, they built a, they built on each other. And it wasn't just like, like you know how you have like Scooby-Doo and then like they solve the mystery and then it's done and that's it, you know? But with Sick, the mysteries built on each other and little pieces from previous mysteries would be like, her elements of chaos in the next mystery. And it just kind of all built up and then tore down and then built up again. And there was like so much backstory, I guess, for how these characters got to how they were. I mean, they are not the most developed characters by far. However, they are very interesting characters. And I think that accounts for a lot. And the mysteries are really interesting. So I kind of played a game with myself of, oh, who did it? Or how does this work out to see if I can match Victory's wit? And at the beginning, I could, but by the end of the series, I was like no match for her. And I that's saying something because not to toot my own horn, I'm actually really smart. <laughs> so <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was interesting. 
and I don't know I just thought it was good and well written and there is like enough romance to keep the slice of lifers interested there's enough adventure to keep the adventure people interested and enough mystery and there's just enough elements of everything and I thought it was blended together very nicely yeah the couple episodes that I watched with you they seem pretty entertaining Seemed like an anime that I'd be willing to watch. Yeah, I think it's literally for anybody because there's something to, uh, there's enough of everything to appeal to whatever genre that you like to rock, to watch. Except sports. Like if you're a sports anime person, it's not for you. That's the only caveat there. Yeah, not really big into the sports anime. Depends on how you look at it. I mean, unless Food Wars is a sport, because then I'm all for it. <laughs> um... I think it's a cooking anime. I don't think it's a sport. Depends on how you look at it. They have competitions and stuff. But But. it is based in 1920s uh, European culture, which I thought was also interesting because a lot of times, you know, it's based in Japanese culture. No, this was about a Japanese exchange student in a European culture. So instead of the blonde person being the, the exotic person, he was the exotic person because he had dark hair and eyes. So I thought that was also like, interesting and how he bowed to people and his customs were different from theirs and they were just like "Ooh, you're so exotic <laughs> so yeah but moving on uh, we also watched i don't even know how to say this non-baka not a baka not a baka <laughs> i don't know i don't know how to say it either um basically it's that anime about the people in jail who are escape artists yeah for us four of them they're in jail and basically spend their whole time trying to escape i guess from a secret prison that looks oddly very very comfortable like low-key i kind of want to get sent to this prison because that's how comfortable it looks yeah except for when you're trying to escape then it looks very dangerous they look they were having a grand old time yeah they also look like they were crazy They also like they were friends with the warden. They did this regularly. Like, it's a game that they play. It's like Tom and Jerry. Yeah. They don't really hate each other. It's just a game that they play. I guess. I mean, because even if you escape, you're surrounded by water. So, I mean, how far are you going to get? I mean, they're, it's not like they're double fruit eaters and can't swim. Yeah, but if it's a long way away, you might as well be. You ain't going to be able to swim forever. True. Eventually, you're going to get tired and drown. Yeah, or you can find a boat. I mean, I'm sure the people who are on the island have a way to get off the island. I'm sure they're not just as trapped as the prisoners. I don't know. That doesn't make for good guarding. Actually, it does. It makes for great guarding. It lets the prisoners escape, in which case you're all going to die anyway. You know what? Let's just be happy. It was a very colorful anime. The colors reminded me of No Game, No Life. And I really like that. Um, The characters seem basic, but like the main character might have like a little bit more complexity to them. Yeah, which seemed interesting and yeah. they all have their little twist and their little quirks <laughs> quirks they don't have superpowers they don't burst, burst the walls or anything but they have their little things that make them unique yeah we only watched the first episode so we'll watch more and develop a accurate judgment I guess but from the first episode I mean that's kind of how we felt about it yeah and then on to the last thing that I watched this week it's I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it correctly. It's called Sukugakure, I believe. And it, this is one of those anime where it's purely, it's a 100% slice of life. I mean, there's no action, there's no adventure, there's no great mind-bending puzzles to solve. And it's about basically two middle schoolers. And 
Okay, I've watched a lot of anime and I still haven't quite figured out the schooling system in Japan, but I'm pretty sure like a third of uh, uh, last year middle schooler in Japan is the same as like a first year high schooler in America. I think that that's kind of what I figured out. If I'm wrong, let me know. But that's what I've kind of figured out. But anyway, they're in their last year of middle school and they're getting into this whole, you know, dating scene or whatever. And they're really, really awkward. And oh my God, they're so awkward. It hurts to watch them. But it's so like, in a way, nostalgic, I guess. And I just, I think it's cute. It's really slow moving. And it is by no means for everybody. But like, if you like those awkward, painful middle school love stories, this kind of appeals to that. I think that this anime does a really good job of ca capturing like that middle school anxiety of okay she's a girl okay he's a boy okay do I text back do I say this okay we're dating so what do people do who date do we go to the festival do I do this I feel this type of way about this how do I tell him this you know do I tell my friends do I tell my family you know people like gradually finding out and then like other people liking them and they're like well nobody knows that we're dating so and then like them trying to go along with it and getting jealous and it's just a really good story i like it but it's niche 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 i will say that feels to a very small audience yeah i mean the animation was funky i did not like the animation at all um i kind of liked how they grew into each other i don't even know if that makes sense but like it's like it's that, that first boyfriend, first girlfriend, they teach you how to be like a boyfriend or a girlfriend. So that was fun to watch. The ending was oddly satisfying, but I also feel like it was a cop out, honestly, because most relationships don't work the way the ending depicted. But it's a fictional relationship, though. So. It's fictional, but that last episode, it could have been like bomb drop, you know? And I'm just going to go ahead and say it. So, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, I'm going to give you about three seconds to pause this. And, and then skip, skip all over the, the next um, 30 seconds or so. Yeah, so, one, two, three. Okay. If you're going to do it, you should have done it already. So, at the end, they um, she, get, she moves away to Chiba, which I don't even know how far away that is from where they're at. But, basically, she moves away. And he's all crying and she's crying because they had like this kind of a, I don't want to say fallout or whatever, but anyway, at the end, he's like, she is, she was my first girlfriend who I truly loved and she showed me how to be a boyfriend. She told me how to hold hands and how to kiss and yada, yada, yada. And so personally, I think that it should have ended there. However, it didn't and it showed, you know, different scenes after that that sort of contradicted what I thought should happen and what would kind of stay true to the capturing the true real life experience of middle schoolers to keep that connectivity piece that they had with the audience but to each their own I mean if you like it go watch it if not don't I found it to be like addictive kind of like a um a sour sweet tart kind of mm -hmm. Like, it's kind of like, like yeah, like you kind of do, but then like you eat one, and you're just like, mm, maybe, and then you eat another one, and you're like, mm, 
maybe, and then you eat another one, you're like, mm, maybe, and then you're soon through the whole box. You know, it's kind of that experience. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. But moving on. Moving on. To the main um, event. The main event, our main review for this week. Um, we finished Black Lagoon, the first season. Only the first season. Only the first season. The whole thing is 24 episodes, and I think there's a couple of OVA episodes. Um, but um, we watched it dubbed on Verb. Um, we probably rewatch it. Um, and you can definitely binge it. Yeah, I think it's binge worthy. We didn't binge it because, like I said, we had a lot going on. So we didn't actually watch a whole bunch of anime. Yeah. Y'all probably hear our dog in the background because he is really into himself right now. Yeah. Like, that's concerning. I'm glad humans don't bend that way. Yeah. That's it's a little crazy. Okay. All right. Alphonse. Um, stop that. Yes, our dog is named Alphonse. Um, anybody who's seen Full Metal Alchemist uh, will know who he's named after. Yeah, he, he has the same coloring. So that's him too, by the way, if y'all hear that. Yeah. So any weird dog sounds or it's actually a dog, just heads up. Yeah. But yeah, back to um, Black Lagoon. Um, Black Lagoon, you really could even watch it in like small little sections, mm-hmm. really. Two like, episode sections. Yeah, most of them is like a little two episode arc and then you move on to a, another two episode arc. And they kind of build off each other and you can see the build in the relationships. But um, I guess before we get into that, we probably should uh, talk about what the anime is actually about, like a little synopsis. Oh, okay. So, as you guys know, we watch stuff on Verve because that's just our legal anime streaming of choice. And the description from Verve reads, <clears throat> Meek businessman Rokoro enters a risky world of gun running, drug smuggling, and kidnapping when his life is hijacked by the merciless crew of the Black Lagoon, modern pirates Revy, Dutch, and Benny. End quote. So basically what this anime is about is like, it's this business guy and he has a name, but he doesn't keep it for very long. And yeah. that's kind of important to know. I, I guess Rokuro must have been his original name. I don't know. Yeah, Rokuro. Anyway, but- Oh, snap, it's right here. I yeah. read it and I was thinking uh, Twin Star Exorcist. Uh, yes, yes, yes. But, um, but yeah, so he go he gets sent to go deliver something for his job, and he's like stuck in the rat race, like hard, like he's not moving up, getting pushed around, basically. Kiss a bunch of ass all the time. Yeah, like that's just who he is. And yeah, he's accepted to, it. He's accepted it that he's just the bottom of the barrel guy that's trying to come up and never gets there, yep. even though he tries the best he can. And he was sold the dream of work hard, go to school, get an education, you'll get a good job, and you'll be happy. And he's just like, lies. I did all that and I'm not happy. Yeah, I got a job, but I'm not happy. Anyway, he gets uh, he gets sent on a job to go deliver something. And then things go left, like just far, far, far left. Mm-hmm. And he gets kidnapped. Yeah. And gun slapped. And then his boss calls him, or the pirates who kidnapped him call his boss, and they're like, hey, we want to ransom. And they're like, ha, you can keep him. And basically, they basically tell him, uh, yeah, so 
you're going to stay there and we'll promote you and then we'll have a funeral for you and we'll make sure that like all your managers and the higher ups come to your funeral yeah because uh we're going to blast that ship full of the people who uh who took you um because you know that document that you're holding um yeah we can't let that get to anybody yeah yeah and so it ends up that they end up meeting in person and things change and so his boss is like okay you can come back get in the car and he's like the nice version of that would be he was like nah (laughs) forget it i'm done yeah and so he ends up joining the pirates who kidnapped him and he's like my name is rock don't call me that no more yeah and then the his business guy is like okay whatever you do that rock Yep, and yeah, and that's where it all started. Yep, but now we have an anime about modern day pirates. They're the crew, the rock, and the shenanigans. Yeah, but shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> the things that um that we really liked about this anime first would have to be the crew. Yes, right. uh, we talked about this a little bit in our last podcast. Um, Revy is amazing. Mm-hmm. Very bipolar, Dutch. very crazy. Dutch is calm. He's the captain, but he handles business, and everything is about business. business. So he doesn't take it personally. But if you can't perform, he's like, "Hey, you can you can be out. You can go back to where I found you at." Yep. So he's like, either you do the job or you get off the boat. You get off the ship, straight up. Everybody has a role to play, and it's kind of about following Rock and him finding his role to play, which I didn't want to lie. Rock's kind of cool when he wants to be. When, like, his skill set comes up. Yeah, when his skill set is necessary, it's cool. But the other times, a lot of times it was he was wimpy, but he got stronger and stronger throughout the show. I feel like he had a really strong, like, spirit because he also stood up to Revy, which I also really appreciate. He was like, look, I spent my entire time kissing the ass of all these boss people I did not get almost killed come to the middle of nowhere and become a pirate just to kiss your ass too alright you can forget that he's like so if you're gonna shoot me and he put the gun up to his head he's like do it now and I just felt like that showed a lot of true color for him yeah he definitely he definitely has some some courage so he kinda he kinda like fits in but doesn't yeah like he's a nice guy but at the end of the day I think He's he's there for a reason. Like he fits in with them for a reason. Yeah. So I thought I don't know. I think Rock is a good character. I think all of them are a good characters. The only character we don't really know a whole lot about is Benny. Benny. He's like their tech guy, but and I feel he like he's do that, a lot. Yeah, I feel like he's that two D tech guy. Like we're not going to delve into his past. He's not going to become a major thing. He's he's the getaway driver on land. He doesn't drive. He doesn't pilot guy captain whatever he doesn't drive the ship mm-hmm. he drives the car on land mm-hmm. and he handles all their tech stuff so like the sonar radar and the yeah yeah communication communications stuff. yeah i don't know it's not like they have cell phones or anything or like super intricate technology technology yeah you can <laughs> i don't know what it's ever gave out but you can tell like the technology level is it's, it's in the past, but it's not like so far in the past that it's like painful to watch. Painful or comical to watch, maybe. Yeah, it's like it's before Different. the big technology boom per se. 
but you know no yeah i guess i don't know i don't know they like, don't really use technology they use guns they use weapons yeah so it's like a 80s 90s type of technology level i won't say 80s that's too far back i would say 90s early thousands 90s okay yeah some somewhere like somewhere around there like not cell phone time but you know right before that yeah um also like the jobs that they take i just i don't know i find them entertaining yeah i I like how like revy just kind of loses everything yeah she just kind of loses herself and uh she doesn't mind killing people yeah and i like how dutch is like he's about business i love dutch dutch is my favorite character like revy i thought revy was gonna be my favorite character but dutch is my favorite character revy's a close second and then rock but dutch let me tell you this man this man handles everything he's so cool about it like he doesn't even get hype about it even when he's checking revy he's just like look get it together or we're gonna drop you off at the next port all right and then when, even when he's talking to benny he's like what you thought i brought her on just because of the way she use, uses those guns he was like if that was the only talent she had i would have left her where she was at yeah and he was just like i was just like oh snap he's really about his business he is he like is. but yeah the jobs they take that's part of the reason why you can watch it in like little arts yeah. is because it's like you can literally just sit down and watch, watch them the take a job watch them finish a job and then you can stop watching and then when you're ready to watch the next little arc you can just pick okay. back up and then watch them do another job because it's not super long mm-hmm. but it's still a good story and it's fun especially when you get to the made one <sighs> yeah gotta watch the May one I think the May one is like the only one that was like maybe three or four episodes I think it was four episodes and it was like the the last arc of the season it was the one before the last arc of the season because the last one was the one where they um had the briefcase oh you're right you're right but it was see it was so good I actually equated it with it being (laughs) the last one like the finale it could have been a season finale because it was it was that good it was really really good and I think the thing that made it so great is one, it shows you that Dutch is all about business. He's like, we are delivery people. We don't, it doesn't matter what the delivery is. We get it from point A to point B and we get paid. We yeah. don't ask questions. Yeah. We don't question what's in the box. We yeah. just do what we're told to get paid. And I like that professionalism because at, on like on one end, it makes them kind of dangerous because they don't ask questions, but at the same time, it makes them really, really cool because they're like, it's a job. We don't ask questions. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It doesn't matter about the morals or any of that. It's just straight business. Yep. And then um, I, I like in that arc that Revy kind of met her, her match. I thought that was cool too. Yeah. Which was her match was a monster. <laughs> and they right. never did explain why she was a monster or they, how she. They did. She was, in, she was in the Revolutionary Army. She yeah. was trained that way. That doesn't explain the fact that she could, you know, crash cars into buildings, jump out the back after it crashes, run down the street, catch cars. <laughs> I mean, uh, walk, straight out of expo- walk straight out of a, a building after it's exploded, unscathed. I mean, she, she was coming out like a Terminator. Y'all, so we were watching this. And I told you, Dutch is our favorite character because he's so cool under pressure, right? 
and they're fighting this maid and they're in the car and they, they, she crashes the car to a building. The building explodes. She crawls out the back. Her, her uniform is unscathed. There's no scratches on her person. And mind you, this is after she's already had a shootout with the, uh, the, the, the Spanish mafia. This is after she's already had a shootout with Revy. This is after she's had a shootout with Dutch in the car. This is after they already blew out her tire and crashed the thing. This is after she drove a car off the top of a building, like off the roof of a building. After she blew up a bunch of grenades in the middle of a bar and yep. blew everybody right up. And then she crashes this car that she just drove off of a roof that already had a blown out tire pretty much crashes it, it explodes, and she just crawls from the back, looks at them, and then just starts sprinting at them. And then the look on his face, it might just say anime. So I wasn't prepared for him to just be like, ooh! Like he just flinched. <laughs> he flinched so hard when he saw her. And he was just like telling Benny like, you need to stop thinking of her, of her as a maid and start thinking of her, of her as an indestructible monster. Yeah, because that's what she was. It was completely ridiculous. It was hilarious. Yeah. That was hilarious. Yeah, I think she had hockey or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was, it, was, it was crazy. But okay. it was super entertaining. Okay, and the last thing that I really, really like that I think it's worth mentioning, I like the moral dilemmas that are posed because of what they do and because of how they do it. Because it's like, on the one end, because you're seeing it from their view, they are the protagonists in the story, but they're pirates. And not like One Piece pirates, where they're actually friendly people who do nice things for people and are really good guys, but they have some shady characteristics. No, like these are true down to earth, like regular run, not regular run the mill, but true definition of pirates, you know? But Even though they, they didn't really go around robbing people per se, they just did their jobs. And Dutch and Benny and Rock don't go around robbing people. Well, okay, it's different. They don't go around to rob people, but while they're doing their job and they have the opportunity to take extra, Revy's not going to leave anything on the table. Right. So <laughs> Revy is a kidnapper and a grave robber just off the off gate and a murderer. So is Dutch. Mass murderer. Mass murderer. Serial killer. I would actually go so far as to say. Yeah. You, this, you don't want to get on her back. No. Side. You don't want to get in front of her back. They girl. call her two hands for a reason. For a reason. Anyway. Reason that we live. What? <laughs> I don't know. It just, it just came out. <laughs> um, oh, speaking of which, and I don't know why I'm mentioning this now. You remember I was in the car and we were listening to uh, to Jerk and he was like, that first, that first love is the sweetest, but that first, first cut, cut is, is the, the deepest. deepest. I feel like that is the perfect summation of Sukugakure. Like, it was perfect. And I wanted to mention that. And I know that we were talking about Black Lagoon, but I got sidetracked, so forgive me. Um, so, back on track, who's this anime for? Well, if you were to ask me, I would say it's for anybody if you like a little bit of violence in your anime without like any real overarching plot, but still really interesting subplots. Mm-hmm. With very entertaining characters and an entertaining story. Yep, and you actually have a little character development throughout the arcs, but there it doesn't feel like there's a big giant overarching story. But you can see the characters develop along the way. Yeah, I think it's, I think this did correctly what Blood Blockade did not do correctly. 
Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah, because Blood by Kate had a similar setup as far as there's had no these, overarching. There's no overarching story, and there's you know these little mini, mini plots, plots, you know, but the characters didn't develop. grow or develop in Blood Blockade. They were just stagnant. Yeah, stagnant. We should still watch those last three episodes, though. I don't want to. And that's how I know that I'm not into this because it's like, I know there's only three episodes left, but I feel like it's such a waste of my time. I could watch three episodes of the next season of Black Lagoon. I could watch three episodes of One Piece. I could watch three episodes of Shokugeki. I could watch three episodes of Black Clover. I could watch three episodes of literally anything else that's going to be entertaining. And I just don't want to waste my precious time to watch something that I'm not even interested in at this point. Like the fact that we stopped it and haven't watched it in like three weeks and we're still not on our head to go finish it. That says to me volume about how not great the anime is. But that's just me. You know, whatever. Was there anything that you disliked about this anime? About Black Lagoon? Yeah. I mean, it would have been nice if there was some overarching plot or if like there are some signs that maybe Rock was going to get through to Revy. And maybe make her less psycho, but that's just a personal thing because I like romance. But I mean, I can see why they didn't put that in there. I'm so glad they didn't put that in there. Yeah, I feel mm-hmm. like that that had that would have potential to ruin the story. And I mean, of course, they do it right. Anything can be done right. Yeah, but... I mean, but like when they had that moment with the cigarettes, I thought that maybe. Nah, I didn't look into that. Of course not. That's not your thing. That's not your MO. I'm a slice of life, so I look for it and I'm prepared for it. Because if they threw it out of nowhere, they're not going to blindside me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alrighty then. Well, um. Um, is it worth a watch? No, we talked about who it's for. Is it worth a watch? Oh, yeah. Well, it's definitely worth a watch. Absolutely. And we'll just leave it at that because we've already said pretty much everything um i don't think it'll fundamentally like rock or rock your world or shift your view of anime or give you really any enlightening moments but it's really fun it's really entertaining revy and dutch are great yeah you should watch it i think yeah anybody should just watch it yeah um so that people living in a world that's already written them off and then making a place for themselves whether that be for the good or the bad yeah 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 and once you get past the point of Rock really coming on board in those first two episodes, once you get past that, the show really gets more interesting. interesting. But even him coming on board is interesting. It's interesting, but if you're not completely sold on those first two episodes, you know, watch the third. Yeah, but I think, I kind of think you will be because even for me, like Rock flipping out and like being like, oh snap, like where has my life gotten me? How did I get to this point in his existential crisis? I don't know. I found that to be extremely entertaining and I feel like it's a good, it set a good pace. I feel like the first couple episodes set a really good pace for it. Oh, the other thing, I love that you don't just get run head first into the outro. Like you're watching and oh, you're yeah, watching and then it just sneaks up on you every time every single time and it's so nice because you're just like okay whoa this is the end instead of being like okay so i love my hero academia but there are moments where you're watching and you're so into it and you're just like boom brick wall outro it's done but with uh black lagoon black lagoon you're just like oh what's going on what's going on they're like the music that's not the tune but they're like and then they show the outro picture, it fades to black, and then it fades back in, and it's just so nice, and it's smooth, and it's just like, oh, 
it just it just sneaks up on you. It's really cool. Yeah. Okay, so that's it for Black Lagoon. Um, go watch it. Like I said, we watched it on Verve. Um, we encourage you to go watch your anime from legal options. Support the anime so that we continue to have anime. Yeah, both sub and dub. Mm-hmm. We watch dub. Yeah. But I watch subbed by myself. I mean, I watch sub too when it's a unavoidable. Really- well, it's only unavoidable if I'm impatient. So, like, One Piece, I want to keep watching. If it's really good, I don't mind watching it sub, you know. But if it's not, like, totally awesome, I don't want to have to give it completely all my undivided attention, which is what's required in order to watch sub anime. You have to be looking at the screen the entire time. I understand. I guess it's different for me because when I'm at work, I'm already looking at a screen the entire time. Yeah, so. me, I like, I'm always trying to do other things while I'm doing things. Unless it's like My Hero Academia or One Piece because they're awesome. Okay, I'm going to not comment on that and we're going to move on to what we're watching this week. Um, as always, we're going to keep watching One Piece. We're not going to talk about that because y'all know that we're going to watch One Piece. We're also going to watch My Hero Academia. Um, the plan is to watch the second season of Black Lagoon, but y'all know how we get with second season, so I mean, it may or may not happen. Yeah, we still haven't watched the second season of Shokugeki. And I keep asking you, but you know, I am beyond it at this point. I have decided that, you know, maybe I just shouldn't cook until we watch Shokugeki again. Oh, wow. Okay. You know? So, we're probably going to watch Shokugeki this week. <laughs> um, actually, we're probably going to start watching it right after this podcast. Because um yeah, cooking will be will be done. Yeah. Um. As always, we might watch Black Clover. We probably won't. It's it's up there. It's in the air. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's in the air. I mean, we've heard the rumor mill talking about how it's getting, getting good better. and better and blah 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 and stuff is actually happening. I probably won't watch it until I can't go on Twitter anymore and not see it. Honestly. Yeah, I maybe. guess so. Maybe I don't know. How it is on Twitter a lot though. Um. Sometimes. It, you can tell when they have a good episode. When they have a good episode, it seems like it pops up. And for, that's crazy for a because days. I feel like I see My Hero Academia every week because they you have do. a good episode every week. Yeah. And then Black Clover has these moments. It's like every few weeks we see people talking about it. Talking about it. But yeah. Um, I'm personally on my own going to watch Allison Zoroku. I started it a while back and then I thought Mr. Otaku was going to watch it with me and that didn't happen. So I'm going to go watch it by myself. Yeah, I watched the first episode, but yeah, you can it's, watch it by yourself. It gets much better after that first episode, honestly. I think you would like it, but you'd have to get past the first episode. But I'm not going to wait for you anymore because I waited for like ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we also are going to keep watching Nanbaka about the prison people. I don't know if we're saying that right, but we'll leave a link to it down below. If you're on our website now, if you're watching, read, ooh. If you're listening, listening to this, yeah, they're not watching. They're not reading. watching this because we're not a YouTube channel and they're not reading it because this is not a blog post. I mean, technically it is a blog post, but whatever. If, wherever you're listening to this, if you want the links to uh, the, the 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 verb stuff that where we the, watch it, yeah. If you want the links to where we watch it, it'll be on our website down the, below. Down below, and you can click the links, and we'll have all that there for you. With the anime that we watched recently and the anime that are upcoming. upcoming. I'm sorry. I so struggled through that. I'm so sorry. It's fine. It's fine. But yeah. And hopefully, I kind of want to watch Problem Children Are Coming From Another World, aren't they? I want to watch it too. I don't know if it's 
finished being dubbed or not, or if the season is finished. I know if it's you pretty know, new. let us know. I mean, or we'll we'll check it before we watch it. But well, she can always let us know because we like talking to people sometimes. Yeah, it'd be easier if you gave us the answer. Yeah. Yeah, just do it. Do it now. You can just look it up, even if you haven't seen it. so yeah um i think that's it if you have any suggestions for us as always just like tweet at us or leave leave a comment comment. leave a comment on the website that's probably the best way yeah um if you reference something in the podcast just leave a timestamp so we can look and see what moments you're talking about yeah because you know we actually don't listen to our own podcast after we post it Mm, I sometimes do. I, I do. do. I go back and listen to all of them eventually. Sometimes, but so we can get. We have the play. conversations, so sometimes I don't want to go back and listen to the. It depends. It depends. I don't want to go back and listen to them immediately. I'll be like, we just had this conversation. <laughs> Especially when I go back and edit it and put in the little uh, intro and outro stuff. Yeah, once we make it sound nice for you guys. Yeah. Okay, so we're rambling, so we're gonna wrap this up. Um, thank you guys for. Deciding that you'd rather anime with us, make sure that you like, comment, subscribe, follow, or tweet us at I'd Rather Anime and check us out at I'd Rather Anime.com. We know you could be doing other things, but we're glad that you decided to anime with us today. Until next time. Peace. peace. Out. You were supposed to wait for me. Oh. Peace. Out. First thing he does, he starts by Luf. <laughs> Some of their like, ha! You can keep them. Stop thinking her of her as a maid and start thinking her of her as an indestructible monster. Yeah, you this you don't want to get on her back. No, you don't want to get in front of her. They call her two hands for a reason. For a reason. <laughs>